And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is a surprisingly nice, mild, mild, yes, yes, warm evening here in Alabama. And that means you're listening to Two Beards Talking. I am Daniel Sanders. And I am still Matt Lasseter. Waiting for it. Nope. It's coming. That's dirty. <laughs> Like we always do at the start of every show, we want to give a big shout out to the troops, to the men and women serving overseas and on the home front. We appreciate everything you're all doing for us. Keep up the good work. Come home safe. We're all rooting for you here back home. Maybe if I slow it down at the beginning yeah, yeah. and kind of match it at the end. Ramp up into it. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking I'm taking all of it from the end and I'm using yeah. it at the beginning is what it is. There you go. There you go. At least you yeah. got the, uh, you got to figure it out now. Yeah, I think that's what it is. <sighs> it's been a week. Indeed it has A shitty one. Oh, Do tell Dude work fucking sucked I hate short weeks Let me just tell you I fucking hate short weeks Because You take All the normal work That you have to do In a normal week And cram it into four days Well yeah And then And on top of that um, Murphy's Law Double exists So anything that can go wrong It's gonna fucking go wrong Oh yeah for sure so I hate fucking short. I'd rather work five days than four. Fuck them. Do five eights and ten fours or four tens. No, like four tens wouldn't be that bad. Like if that was like the normal thing, that wouldn't be a short week. But like that holiday, that oh, dude, fuck that. Holiday weeks piss me off. Yeah. Because I just know the next four are going to fucking blow. They always do. You watched Cocaine Bear without me, you I dick. sure as fuck did. That movie is fucking hilarious. <laughs> So share the deets, uh, dude. Like the, my favorite parts of the of the movie has to do with like the children that are involved because it is fucking hilarious. There's this one little boy and he like cusses through the whole fucking movie. Like he's up in a tree and like the his friend's mom is on the ground. And they're asking him about it and he was like, "Look, this bear is fucked." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it is so good. And then, like, closer to the end of the movie, this guy's like, ask. They run into people, and they're like, "Who the?" He's like, "Who the fuck are you?" And this dude, that little kid, jumps up. He's like, "My name is whatever." He said his name was. He's like, "And I'm fucking tired," because he's like, literally all day been running from a fucking cocaine bear. Oh, it's so good. Oh my god! Now this was um, wasn't this like. One of Ray Liotta's last movies? It was the last one he did before. The he last died. one he did before he died? And I think he died before the movie came out. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, the man's been dead for like, what, a year and a half now? I can't fucking remember. I don't keep up with that shit. I just know. I liked him as an actor. He was a good actor. Yeah, he's a good actor, but they're, I don't they're, keep they're, up with that shit. And, you know, there are a handful of actors out there that I always end up getting them confused with one another mm-hmm. like um so with him it's i always end up getting him confused with neil mcdonough okay i'm not sure i know who that is uh he was in red two mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah and the biggest reason why no homo on this. Ray Liotta had those. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is that for? <laughs> Continue. Ray Liotta's just got those like piercing dark blue eyes. Okay. Not. 
I'm not entirely sure I like the way you're describing <laughs> him, this man. But. No, 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 no. Like in all seriousness, like that that is his defining feature. <laughs> that and that fucking weird ass laugh from fucking uh, what was it? Oh goddamn, Goodfellas. Yes, that shit was fucking funny. Yeah, um, but yeah, those fucking just those eyes, man. It's almost like a vampire's eyes. Like that's what I think. Like, why did they not pick him for a fucking interview with a vampire? Because Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise are the he bigger still draw. could have been a fucking vampire. He could he could have been one of fucking uh, Antonio Banderas's vampires. Yeah, but then that's just a waste of a character. Because let's let's like a waste of a an actor on a shitty character. Like okay, Brad Pitt in Deadpool two. <laughs> fair, <laughs> totally fair. <laughs> I, I think that was Brad Pitt's idea. Actually. I think it was actually. He was like, "Yeah, I want to do the whole. I want to do this and like be in it for like two seconds." And, and I think Ryan Reynolds was like, "Fuck yes!" I'm trying to remember. There was something. I think it was. Um, I want to say it was the fourth Matrix movie. They were also filming. Um, which one was? It? I want to say they were filming like the second Venom movie in the same area. Yeah. And, like, Tom Hardy was a background extra in the Matrix movie or something along those lines. That's interesting. Yeah. <coughs> so, yeah. Uh, fuck your whole idea there about a uh, waste of an actor on a shitty character. Well, like, that was the joke, though, in the in the movie. Like, that was the joke. This wouldn't have been a joke. This would have legitimately been the waste of a good actor on a shitty character that didn't matter. Like the whole point of that was that it was for the 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 lols, because like he pops up for a brief and you're like, holy fuck, that's Brad Pitt. Yeah, <laughs> just like Matt Damon was in uh, was also in Deadpool too. Yeah, well, he actually I think Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were in um, one of the Halloween movies. I think Matt Damon was for sure. I think they were like the fat rednecks that fucking Michael Myers killed the absolute shit out of. No, they were the fat rednecks in Deadpool 2 when fucking, um, fuck, what's his name shows up? I have no idea. Are you, are you fact checking me now? Uh, oh, I'm, I, I don't care about that one. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they were also in Halloween 2. I'm on, waiting I'm on, on, waiting on you. <sighs> I gotta type and shit. Google faster. Fuck off. <laughs> Isn't that what you always tell me? Google faster. I don't know why you're not done yet. Yeah, I don't either. You're not giving me what I want. Still waiting. Fuck off. I think I'm I'm not sure if it's an uncredited role or not. Yeah, the scene that you're picturing because they're sitting on the back of a pickup truck. That's Halloween, bro. That was in Deadpool 2. No, that's Halloween. Well, bet. Yeah. Yeah, I'll bet. That's fucking Halloween. Boom. Yeah, they were also in Halloween. I'm telling you, it happened. <clears throat> because there's a scene where Michael Myers is walking through. He's just escaped from wherever the fuck he was at. 
And that's the first two people he runs up on. And they try to kick his ass. And he kills the absolute dick out of them. But I can't remember if it was actually Matt Damon and Ben Affleck or two other known characters. Or known actors, rather. So, since we since we have to, you know, sort this shit out now. Since we have to sort this shit out. Uh, I have this article here that has a list of Matt Damon cameos. Oh. Well, I was saying, I can't remember if it actually was him, but I thought it was. Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Oh, yeah. I have not watched that yet, though. The Third Wheel. Uh, no, no, I didn't. Yeah, no. Chasing Amy. <laughs> yeah, but that was that's in the Kevin Smith universe. Like they, they're in, they're all in everything. Finding Forrester. Was that in the Kevin Smith? Universe? No, that's um. Finding Forrester is uh. Da, 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 da. Uh. I want to say, fuck. Got it. Oh yeah, that one. That guy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh let's see. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. I don't remember that one. Youth without youth. Huh? <laughs> Come up with these fucking names. <laughs> Who knows? Jersey Girl, another Kevin Smith. Yeah, that's another that was in the same universe as like Mall Rats and all uh, that shit. Thor. Oh yeah. 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 He he actually does he play Thor? No, he played Loki. Yeah, yeah. Who played Thor? Um, was it, was it, it was, uh, uh, Liam, Liam Hemsworth? Hemsworth. Yeah. yeah. And Sam Neill as uh, Odin. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which he was actually in both of the Thor movies, um, Ragnarok and Love and Thunder. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Unsane. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, Interstellar. I wouldn't really call that a cameo, though. Wow. I mean, a cameo is just like, typically it's like a really small, uncredited, like not consequential to the the plot of the film at all. Interstellar (laughs) was a little bit bigger than that, his role was. Still a good fucking movie. I told you. Shut up. Jay and Silent Bob strike back. No, oh, dude. Deadpool 2. Yeah. Uh, I'm about to go watch Halloween 2 now. Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was Halloween 2 that that happened. No sudden move. And Eurotrip. I don't remember him in Eurotrip. Oh, fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> fuck yes, I do. I totally remember him now. Scotty doesn't know. Holy fuck. Yeah. Totally remember him in your trip now. <laughs> Doug, I blanked on that one. And then you showed me the I was like, oh, yeah. Oh. It was either show you the picture or give it away with Scotty doesn't know. Which either one of those was a dead giveaway. Dude, like, the fact that he shaved his head for that was I pretty know. dope. <laughs> you don't find a lot of actors that are like, you know what? Yeah, I'll shave my head. They're just like, put the shit on. Yeah. He's like, no, nah, fuck it. Shave my head. Yeah. All right, favorite Matt Damon movie. Ooh. Before we get into the serious shit. Team America. 
Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. <laughs> yeah, no, like legit. <laughs> oh shit! Favorite Matt Damon movie? Um, Hold on, let me take a stab. It's gonna be one of the oceans. No. Oh really? It's not one I'm of the oceans. Not, I'm not a fan of the oceans movies. I'm not a fan of George Clooney. I don't like George Clooney, but I like the oceans movies. Like, yeah, I'm in the same. I mean, Three Kings. I liked Three Kings. Yeah, which yeah. also had Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wouldn't. I don't, it's which that one is up there. I don't know if it's my favorite though. Uh, fuck. Mm. Damn, that's a tough one. Not for me. <laughs> I would probably have to say the OG um, Born Identity. Okay, yeah, that's 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 a contender, but uh, Goodwill Hunting. It's a good movie, yeah. Like Matt Damon was fantastic in that movie, but as fantastic as he was, Robin Williams was even fucking better. Oh yeah. Like a lot of people, like I don't like Robin Williams serious roles. I'm like, you shut the fuck up. That man puts on a beard, and he gets serious. And he's Rainbow fucking Randolph. <laughs> yeah, like he's he was a good dramatic actor. Oh fuck it, Robin Williams ran the fucking gamut like he could do anything uh, granted comedy was his bread and butter oh for sure because you're not gonna out funny that motherfucker oh no absolutely not but the thing is, i will never forget the very first time i heard a robin williams stand-up comedy yeah i was like this is not the same guy <laughs> exactly you know it I, was the same thing with bob saget too oh yes <laughs> i was like what did That's danny a- tanner just say fuck yeah, like, which actually, it wasn't one of Bob Saget's stand-up that I heard that. That was uh, Half-Baked, where I first got my first taste of Bob Saget outside of Full House. But, um, no, it was the Robin Williams, Year 2000, Live on Broadway. Oh, the one about the with the golf joke? Yes. Yeah, dude, that shit killed. I, because, I mean... At the time, I was just like 13 years old. When did it come out? Come 2000. Yeah, I would have been like four. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah I, was thir- I, was, I was like 14. Yeah, I was 13 years old. And my experiences with Robin Williams up to that point had been Mrs. Doubtfire. Patch Adams. Patch Adams. Actually, no, I think Patch Adams came out. I'll check. I think it came out before 2000. I can't remember. Uh, Flubber. Yeah. Jumanji, Hook, all of these family-oriented films. Patch Adams came out in 98. Okay. All of these family-oriented films. So you hadn't seen Good Morning Vietnam? No, no. I I never, no, I didn't start watching war movies and shit until I got, with the exception of Operation Dumbo Drop. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's a thing. Another good Ray Liotta movie. Operation Dumbo Drop. Um. Yeah, that was my experience with Robin Williams. Was you know all of the uh, hook Jack, Jack, fucking Jack was amazing. Yeah, and then I see his uh, live on Broadway stand up. Yeah, dude, that was a mind blowing event. I got a great idea for a game: I knock a ball in a gopher hole. <laughs> oh, you mean like pool? Fuck pool was. What did he just say? <laughs> Dude, he said like 80,000 more fucks before that bit. Yeah, but when I first heard it, it was I was bit. flipping through the channels and landed on HBO, and 
that's where it was at. Well, the only reason I watched that, and I watched the whole thing in its entirety, is I was like flipping because that was back when like the TV guide was a thing. It would just yeah. like scroll up, and it had just started. And it was like Robin Williams. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Because I'd never seen him do stand up. Yeah, and I watched it the entire thing and laughed my ass off the yes. entire thing. And I was like, "Well, that was great." And then like, it was like. A year later, George Carlin did live on Broadway. Or yes. Fucking hell. I fucking... Hands up, which I knew George Carlin. I'd watched his stand-ups. Yeah. I, I knew what to expect from that man. Yeah, like... And there was no surprises with him. No, no, there was zero surprises, but it was like two juggernaut comedy specials, year like back-to-back. Back. Oh, yeah. That's one thing that I miss about HBO, the old school days of HBO when you had like twice a month they have a fucking major comedy special being released on Saturday night. Oh, it's fantastic. That's where I saw like, that's where I watched my first Robin Williams stand up. Yep. That's where I watched my first full George Carlin stand up. Yep. Because I'd seen bits, I'd never seen a full stand up. Yep. And That's where I watched Lennox Lewis beat the shit out of Mike Tyson. Yeah, that happened. It's also where you watch Mike Tyson bite off of <laughs> fucking, what was it, Evander Holyfield? Evander Holyfield. Yeah, bite off his ear. Yeah, did you know that uh, Mike Tyson has a uh, CBD company now doing gummies and shit? That yeah, makes sense. They're shaped like little ears. Oh, I'm <laughs> so in for that. <laughs> Fuck, I'm going to buy some of those. I kid you not. <clears throat> Cash in on the money, man. Let's see here. I just, I got to show you this. Any day. Any day now. And the worst part, (laughs) I didn't even notice this. That is so fucked up. There's even a little notch into each one of the gummies. Oh, that's fucking great. (laughs) Holy shit. Oh, that is spectacular. (laughs) Yep. That is a thing that happened. I kind of want to get a bag of those. Just just for... (laughs) Just for the novelty of it. Nah, I'm going to eat them. I mean, I'm, I'm going to try one, but... You ever had CBD gummies? I can neither confirm nor deny. They're legal. Some of them are. They're fucking... They, you, they sell them at gas stations in Alabama. They're legal. Yeah, but those are not the true... Oh, shit. Get the Delta 8s. They will put you on a cloud, son. <laughs> Get the Delta 8s. And they, they sell them over the counter in Alabama, like... It's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, we'll need Alabama to get on this legalizing marijuana thing. Yeah, it'd be nice. But, uh, yeah, no, that was, uh, oh, my God. And I will never forget when that fight first aired. It was an HBO pay-per-view event, and they were charging, like, 80 bucks to get that pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, it was well worth the money. And 
people were <laughs> HBO made fucking no telling how many hundreds of millions of dollars just off of the pay-per-view alone. Oh, it was probably stupid money. But then the very next weekend, they aired an interview with Lennox Lewis and his trainer. Yeah. With the fight in its full entirety for free. Oh, everyone was pissed. I bet they were so pissed. You don't remember what I was doing at school, do you? No. Actually, no. You you and I were not in band yet at that time. Because no. that was in like 99. Yeah, that was in like sixth grade. Yeah, no, I wasn't in band then. Uh, fuck, I was, I'd have been in seventh grade, but. I'll tell you about it after the show. Was that when you were picking fucking paint off the wall? With no, the, no, the no. That was in like fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> Always a dick, huh? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Like, how in the fuck did we get on this? I don't how, know. We rabbit trailed like, way too fucking, fucking early. <laughs> like fucking 20 minutes, man. Just, uh, just there was, a, there was a solid intro that I thought was going to turn into something. And then we fucked it. <laughs> we rabbit trailed way too uh, fucking early. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We we usually do. Jesus. What the fuck did your computer just do? I don't know. I keep seeing it out of the corner of my that eye. That motherfucker blinked at me. Like, yeah, I've been, I've been trying to watch it and see. Like, But yeah, I did. It blinked. Um, I think the CIA is listening. They might be. Well, if that's the case, can I please have the heart attack gun? I don't even want that. Would you just release the damn, the full JFK dossier? They already did that. Yeah, I think some of it's still redacted. But uh, I want the heart attack gun. So make the computer blink once for yes, twice for no. Dude, that fucker uh-huh. blinks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, they're listening, but they're not, they're not fucking answering questions. If you're, if just you're, like a fucking CIA. If you're bastard. not the CIA and you're listening, blink once for yes and twice for no. <laughs> yeah okay because they're gonna tell the truth i mean you never know no nah, no nah, nothing yeah no. yeah they got caught now they're like fucking off okay <laughs> yeah they fucking <laughs> jesus Christ. all right let's, let's get into the how show. many gummies have you had today none actually because <laughs> your paranoia is making me paranoid the fucker blinked at me it's not every day a computer just blinks Although it's one screen, so it might have been a wink. I don't know. Could have been. So, whatever. That's a question for you right there. If you only have one eye. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Cyclops. Uh-huh. Does he blink or wink? He winks. You only got the one eye, and that's how, that's how winking works. You use one eye, and you only got one, homie. Did it again. You sneaky backbiting <laughs> bastard. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that thing. I, but it blinked once, so that was a yes to somebody. But was it the CIA? I don't know. If a heart attack gun randomly shows up at my house, we'll know. Mm, my eye on you. All right, so let's get into the actual show now. Yeah, Almost we got a some, half hour in. <laughs> we got some shit to talk about. Do we really? Because we rabbit trailed for like a half hour. Oh, Washington State. They do what Washington State do, uh, which is dumb shit. Yeah, like, 
Currently, this is the this is the state of our society right now as it stands. You ever played Jenga? Yeah, yeah. We actually have Jenga Uno. Jenga Uno, which is like a whole new level of fuckery. Did, did it again, didn't it? it? Fucking did it again. I told you that fucker's blinking. So the the state of our society is Jenga. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that very very bottom row. Is just a single fucking block. Like our society, our society is teetering on the brink of fucking collapse. Well, yeah. And it's because of dumbass shit. Like what Washington State is trying to get past. (laughs) Fucking dumb shittery. We, of course, are talking about SB 5599. Now, some of you out there are probably going, what's this SB 5599? And some of you are probably going, I don't give a shit because I don't live in Washington. Yeah, that's another thing too. But, you know, the uh, thing is, you may not live in Washington, but it doesn't mean this thing is going to stay within the borders of Washington. <laughs> it won't come to Alabama. Oh, no, God, no. Or any of the southern states. Like, we still allow our teachers to beat children. Like, come on. Yeah, that's true. Not beat. Corporal punishment. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. No, uh, Senate Bill 5599. Basically, in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. I, I was waiting for an Austin Powers joke. I wasn't going there. Okay. In a nutshell. What this bill basically says, I'm just going to summarize the bill. Matt, we're going to role play this out. I'm going to be the parent. You're going to be the child. Okay. I'm older than you, but whatever. Doesn't matter. I'm your stepdaddy. Weird. (laughs) Where's my fucking allowance, dickhead? Fucking 37 years old. Get a fucking job. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm an entitled fucking millennium. Millennium? That one too. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm fucking entitled to shit right now. Uh, we're making the computer go fucking crazy. It just did it like five times. Hell yeah. Dude, we're <laughs> stepping on some toes at the CIA. No. Um, so, Matt, as my child. Cool. Wants to have... Some sort of gender-affirming transition surgery. I'm not shaving my beard. <laughs> I refuse. He wants to become the bearded lady. Yeah, yeah. I can, we'll go with that. I he can, wants to become the bearded lady. Yeah, it's the easiest way to do it. Yeah. You know, he wa- he wants to go the whole route of Caitlyn Jenner and chop off the penis and... Did Caitlyn get the, the chop? I think Caitlyn got the chop. I, I don't feel like she did, though. I want to say she did. I, 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 like that's not. I'm not googling that. I'm not either. Um, but but I don't. I don't. I actually, <laughs> a lot of people don't get the bottom surgery. They don't because it's such a pain in the ass. Anyways, Matt, as my child, wants to get some form of gender reassignment surgery. Cool. I want nice I, fucking tits. <laughs> on the other hand, we're also in this scenario going to pretend that Matt is you know, twelve years old. I got a hell of a beard for a 12-year-old. <laughs> well, I, as Matt's parent, decide, 
Matt's 12 fucking years old. He's not old enough to be making this kind of fucking choice. Yeah, because, you know, that's that's sanity. (laughs) No, you're not having this damn surgery. What the fuck is wrong with you? My teacher said I could. I don't, I don't give a shit what your teacher said. You're not getting this damn surgery. Well, so, I'm talking about that now. <laughs> <laughs> I helped. <laughs> so, Matt gets mad and he runs away. He doesn't just run away. He runs to, say, a foster home. Why the fuck would I do that? Safe space. Nah, I'm a hard ass. I'm fucking handkerchief on a pole, hopping a train. <laughs> I'm a hard ass. Matt runs. Well, I'll, I'll explain the reasoning behind foster home here in just a minute. Okay, okay. He runs to a foster home because I'm a soft ass bitch, and tells them I ran away from home because my dad wouldn't let me get gender reassignment surgery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like that I'm not actually a boy. I'm a little girl, and I want to get gender reassignment surgery. Okay. And my dad won't let me. Yeah, bastard. I just want some nice tits. <laughs> Keep eating. They'll get there. Well, they won't really be nice. They won't ever be round. They'll just be saggy. So he tells this to the people at the foster care facility. And... Under this new bill that they're trying to pass in the state of Washington, that foster care facility would not be required by law to tell me as the parent where my child is at. Well, that doesn't seem right. Which technically in this role, you kind of fucked yourself because you, you made yourself a step-parent. So fuck you because you ain't got no rights. You didn't adopt me, motherfucker. <laughs> My mom, you don't even love you. She just likes your money. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, that's that's fucking stupid. Yeah, that is that that is the basic gist behind this bill. Is uh, the 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 tweet that I saw about this? This was from uh, someone named uh, Anastasia Maria Lupus. Interesting. Yeah. Washington has passed a bill allowing children to legally be taken from their parents if their parents do not consent to their gender transition. Now, let's clarify this. State has not passed this bill. It has not become a law yet. I think it has passed the House and has moved on to the Senate. But it has not passed the Senate and it is not at this point becoming a law. Yet it's 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 still in that that whole I'm just, just a, a bill, bill phase. I haven't had a chance to read myself yet. <laughs> that was probably one of the best SNL. Skits. Oh hell yes! And that was when they were starting to get kind of wokeish. Yeah, but it was they actually went after Obama and that when I was like, oh my god! Yeah, I didn't know you knew how to do that. I'm an executive order, and I pretty much just happened. Yeah, what do you do? I don't know. I haven't had a chance to read myself yet. Holy shit! Go big or go home, right? That shit was great. (laughs) Oh god, it was Keenan Thompson was the bill, wasn't he? I 
think so. I, I, I don't. I think so. I want to say it was Keenan Thompson. I can't Thompson remember who bill. played the executive order, though. <coughs> so, I, I, where did this article go that I had? Here oh, it hey, let's go. Here it, it is. So, I have this article pulled up from uh, ClarkCountyToday.com. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Clark County is a. Uh, where, where are you going? I forgot my Oh, okay. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, um, Clark County is a county within the state of Washington, and it says, Washington bill allowing government to hide your kid from you clears house. Senate Bill 5599 allows shelters to keep runaway juveniles from their parents to get an abortion and or gender surgeries. Although framed by proponent as a bill to protect youth suffering from abuse... SB 5599 only stipulates that the minors be seeking or receiving protected health care services from a homeless shelter or host home to avoid informing the parents or legal guardians, Gardeners. No, no, guardians, guardians as otherwise required by state law. You know, if it was about abuse, I could actually get behind that one. Well... But, and you know, to a certain extent, I can get behind it for abortion. Yeah. But not for gender-affirming care, because I don't know how many people know this, but that used to be like a thing in the Scandinavian countries Mm -hmm. and Europe. They would would do gender-affirming care. But they have... uh, Realize that it's fucking up more people than it's helping. Oh, yeah. So they don't do it anymore. Currently, if a runaway minor goes to a youth shelter, the organization must inform the parents or legal guardians within 24 to 72 hours. However, state law provides compelling reasons for them not to do so, including the belief that notifying the parents parents or legal guardians would subject the child to abuse or neglect. Um... No, maybe like a lock on the window, though. (laughs) So you get out now, you little fucker. The bill adds youth seeking abortions or irreversible gender surgeries to the list of compelling reasons while allocating $7.5 million to the Office of Homeless Youth Prevention and Protection Programs for, quote, supportive care grants to organizations to address the needs of youth and young adults seeking protected health care services, end quote. Dude, that bill passes. It will stay a law for about 54 seconds. Because I guarantee you, the first time a child runs away a boy and comes back a girl, a parent is going to track down a lawmaker and drop kick them in the fucking nipples. Uh, I think that would be on the mild side of things. I'm keeping it kind of neutral. Like someone's catching a fucking ass whipping. I think someone's catching a fucking envelope full of white powder. I see. I wasn't going to go there. See, that's uh, that's like <laughs> there's a line and <laughs> Everett. So you, gotta, you see, what you got to do is get got got like like well, who was Chris Rock or Dave Chappelle was like, there's the line. There's that motherfucker right there, but you never cross it. You went on the other side of it. Like you're dancing over here in the anthrax line. Oh, I'm, I'm pushing the envelope. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> 
we hear it too, but talking, do not condone the sending of anthrax to elected officials. Or or any other. Doesn't even have to be an elected official. Don't don't send the shit to anybody. And if you do, where the fuck did you get it? Like, that's, you can't just buy that at the fucking pharmacy. Yeah. That's... One vial of anthrax, please. Thank you, sir. Can I have some more? Oh, Jesus Christ. The bill does not state when or if the parents ever need to be notified of their child's whereabouts. As defined by existing state law, gender-affirming care includes, but is not limited to, the following procedures. Breast augmentation, chemical peel, dermabrasion, facial feminization surgeries, facelift, facial masculinization surgeries, forehead brow lift, Genital modification, hairline modification. That's just fucking hair plugs. That's not technically a fucking gender. I, I think it is um, because I I don't remember ever seeing many females with a widow's peak. You know what I'm talking about? Like where the hairline. Yeah, comes yeah, out. yeah, yeah. I don't remember seeing because they they mostly have straight hairlines. Yeah, no, yeah. So I could see that, like. Hair removal by electrolysis or laser. Well, they're older than 12 then. <laughs> Hysterectomy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay, so that uh, that is considered a gender affirming care. <laughs> let's uh let's ta- let's talk about this here for just a second. So you mean to tell me a grown ass woman can't go into a hospital after having one child and say, please tie my tube, sir. But a fucking literal child can walk into a doctor's office and be like, hey, them ovary things, yank them out, fuck them. What the fuck? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. How the fuck does that make any fucking sense? <sighs> Lip enhancement. <clears throat> okay. Reduction thyroid chondroplasty. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea. Uh, oh, um, tracheal shave. Oh, yeah, getting rid of, the getting rid of the old Adam's apple. Yeah, yeah. Shave it on down there a little bit. Yep, yep. Uh, rhinoplasty. That's a nose job. Yeah. Skin resurfacing. I'm not sure about that one. Well, what got, you're using it for? Got to got to fill in the, the pits and the pores, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know. Liposuction. Well, maybe they're just fat. Mastectomy. That's where they take your boobs off. Penile implant. What is it, a fucking Mr. Potato Head? <laughs> and, plug it in? Oh, here's a, I didn't know this was a thing. Voice modification. How the fuck are you doing that one? That's what I... The, apparently, we got some face-off doctors out Dude, there. Dude, hold... No, fuck that. I want to go see this doctor. Make me sound like James Earl Jones. Right? Or Morgan Freeman. Either one. I, I'm cool with either or one. Or Samuel L. Jackson. Or fucking Chris Hemsworth so I can catfish motherfuckers. There you go. People thinking I'm all sexy on the phone. <laughs> and then they meet me in person. like, you're not him. Well, I know, but I sound like him. Just close your eyes. <laughs> Close enough. Shit. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, God. What else have we got? <sighs> that was it. That was, yeah, voice modification. Yeah, make me, 
Take take my voice down another octave. Mm. I, w- I want to hit some of them subharmonic registry <laughs> notes. Nah, I mean, I would just be happy to like be able to fuck with people. <laughs> As a matter, of, yeah, put one of them, put one of them boxes in my, th- in, in, so that way I, I sound like one of those modulated voices like you hear in the kidnappings in the movies. Okay, so off subject. <laughs> All right, but I want it to have a toggle switch. Okay, off <laughs> off subject. This is probably the shittiest thing that me and a couple of my friends have ever done. So you know how like you can go on the computer and make the computer talk for you and it has that really robotic voice yeah well one time i was hanging out with a couple friends and we're like dude let's order a pizza like that so we called up the local pizza joint and we ordered a pizza like that so about 20 minutes later we show up to get the pizza and uh they were like wait that was a real order and we were like yeah that was a real order and they're like we didn't make it and out of nowhere, the friend that ordered the pizza, she was like, that was my grandfather. He had a tracheotomy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. We just went there with that. Okay. Fucking shit. And the manager was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. You can have it for free. So that's how you get free pizza. <laughs> uh, in the shittiest fucking way imaginable, that's how you get free pizza. Wow. Not proud of that one. Wow. I've pulled a lot of shams <laughs> that I was proud of. That uh, that was we are not shamming on on that one. Oh my god, that is just fucked up. I didn't say it was a good thing. I just said it is a thing. <sighs> Combined with HB fourteen sixty nine, which has passed in both chambers, the two policies would allow youth from other states to run away from home, go to a Washington youth shelter seeking an abortion or gender surgery, and the parents would not have to be identified or notified. Oh, cool. That sounds like a really good way to get people kidnapped and sold into sexual slavery, raped, murdered. Yeah, like, let's just do that one. Yeah, it sounds like a great idea. Like, good on you, Washington. Yeah. Have the Democrats not figured that they're going to sterilize themselves out of a voter base? <laughs> well, I'm serious. In 20 years, there are not going to be any Democrats left. Oh, you're right. They've all been aborted or fucking sterilized. Like, you can't replenish your population. Yeah. The future is conservative, and you did that to yourself, dumbasses. Also, none of the medical records related to any of those services could be obtained. Okay, yeah. Quote, I am speaking to youth across our nation, across our state, and our communities. End quote. Representative Tana Sin of Mercer Island. I see you. I affirm you that I hear you, that I love you. With this passage of the bill, we are saying Washington State does too. No, you don't. You're just doing the in thing. You're doing current year thing. That's all you're doing. One amendment added on the House floor requires OHY. Not even sure what that is. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Sounds stupid. The fuck? Did I miss did I miss something in this article? Probably skipped like 84 paragraphs. I don't know. Oh, Office of Homeless Youth. Okay. Uh, requires OHY to collect data on the number of unsheltered homeless youth in the state. 
while another requires the Department of Children, Youth, and Families to offer a runaway youth referrals to behavioral health services and services to resolve the conflict and accomplish a reunification of the family. Existing family reunification services. See, it's getting to that point now. I rushed it at the start of the show. There you go. Yeah. Existing family reunification services include short-term family counseling, crisis residential center services, referrals for substance abuse treatment and or counseling, referrals for mental health services, and short-term placement. Okay, so what is Washington State's plan for when inevitably the parents of these children are like, you fucked my kid up. You can keep them. Like what? 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 Then can they afford to keep all the kids they're going to try to fuck up? You know that's because that's a very real possibility. Yeah, like there are parents out there that are very against this, and they're like, "No, you're not going to do. If you want to do it at eighteen, can't stop you. But before eighteen, you ain't fucking doing it." Yeah. Although SB 5599 does not address abuse or neglect, supporters speaking on the House floor before the April 12th vote conflated parents not accepting a child's claim to be the opposite gender as akin to an unsafe home environment. No, an unsafe home environment is when you go home and you have to wonder, how much has dad had to drink today? Is dad going to hit me when he gets home? Um. I really hope I really hope my parents are in a good mood. I don't want to get burnt by cigarettes tonight. Yeah. Is, you know, how many how many bottles of wine has mom had today? Oh, man, I really hope her drug addict boyfriend's not there. Yeah. That's an unsafe fucking home. Yeah. Um going home to a family that's like, "Look, we love you, but we're not going to let you do this." That's not an unsafe home. Yeah. That's just them not wanting to play out your fantasy. Yeah. Kids' lives are literally at stake. Representative Nicole Macri of Seattle told colleagues, this bill is intended to keep them safe. Okay, what about the scores of people that transition and still kill themselves? No, nothing on that one? Where, no, no. You got nothing for that? The legislators rejected a proposed amendment from Representative Jim Walsh, Republican of Aberdeen, that would have added language in the bill stating the lack of adequate affirmation of a child does not constitute negligent treatment or maltreatment in and of itself. Mm. So you got the Democrats that are saying parents won't let the kids have their way, so the parents are neglecting and abusing the children. Then you have somebody with some common fucking sense step up that says, hey, uh, we want to include an article in this bill, an amendment in this bill that says just because a parent doesn't agree with the child does not constitute negligence or abuse. Yeah, I there's a lot of times I don't agree with my child. I've seen it. And the beautiful thing about it is, <laughs> well, I'm the parent, so I get to make the rules. Yeah. It's kind of how that goes. It's a pecking order is what the fuck it is. And... uh Sorry. It's a you want to you want to know what it is? It's a tyrannical regime. I wouldn't even say tyrannical. It's a tyrannical regime. I am am a benevolent leader. <laughs> Ish. 
But at the end of the day, you know, he may be able to voice his opinions on things. Oh, yeah. I'm all ears. It's fucking stupid, but I'm all ears. Yeah. You know, <coughs> you know, you come along as the parent. Hey, this is what we're having for dinner tonight. I don't want that. I want pizza. I, I hear what you're saying, but it's not. I hear what you're saying. But tough shit. Yeah, you're you're gonna eat the food that's made. You you can. Uh, you know, <laughs> my grandmother used to use this saying quite a bit when I was a child. <laughs> Want in one hand and shit in the other, and see which one fills up faster. Uh, see, I used to get the. Uh, you'll eat what I put in front of you, or you won't eat. Yeah, I got that too. And uh, there yeah. there were there were many a night that I went to bed hungry. Yeah, there were several nights I just didn't eat. I was like, I call your fucking bluff. Yeah. Uh, they don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> More for them. Yeah. <sighs> like <coughs> this 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 is not abuse or neglect. Mm-hmm. Not one bit. Saying to a child, not an adult, a child that I don't want you to do this. I don't care what your opinion is on it. You're entitled to your opinion, but that don't mean it's going to happen. So just drop it. Okay. So can we, can we just, can we all agree that children cannot consent to sex? Yeah. That's pretty easy to agree on, right? Yeah. Okay. So if children cannot consent to sex, then why the fuck would you let them make decisions about their fucking body? Uh, you know, here's here's an easier one. Here's an easier one. In the majority of the states in this country, not Alabama, Alabama's not one of them, but in the majority of the states in this country, mm-hmm. how old do you have to be to enter into a legal binding contract? 21? 18. 18. Oh, yeah, 18. I think Alabama's... 19. 19, yeah. You have to be 19 years old. In the state of Alabama, in order to enter into a legal binding contract. And it actually depends to. on the contract. Because I don't think you can get a credit card at 19. Yeah, you can. I had to be. I, I, I couldn't get one until I was 21. You have to, in the state of that. Now, that may just be the company's policy. But in the state of Alabama, you have to be, in order to enter into a legal binding contract, you have to be at least 19 years old or 18 years old and married mm-hmm. in order to enter into a legal binding contract. Yeah. I would say the decision to make uh, changes to your body pretty- that are pretty irreversible. No, they are irreversible. Well, it depends. On when they, anything that happens pre-puberty, irreversible. Yeah. Anything that happens post-puberty, maybe. Yeah. That's why I said pretty fucking irreversible. Actually, I said pretty irre-fucking-versible, but be that as it may. Whatever, you know. Yeah. Doesn't matter where you drop the fucking in there. I'm just using it for emphasis. Yeah, sentence enhancer. Yeah, exactly. That... To me, is a much bigger, much, much bigger decision than say going and buying a car. Yeah, like way bigger. 
<laughs> so we're saying that, and just, just to keep things in the realm of sanity here, uh, a 16-year-old, mm-hmm. 16-year-old cannot go out and buy a car without mom and dad's consent. They have, they had, mom and dad would have to be, mom, mom and dad would have to be the ones that's signing the fucking contract. Yeah, 100%. 16-year-old can't do that. They can buy the car. But they can't. Yeah, sign they can. The yeah, they can. They can give the money over for it. They just can't be the ones signing the paperwork. Yeah, we can't let a sixteen-year-old buy a vehicle. No, we can let a sixteen-year-old say, "I want to chop my dick off and become a girl." <coughs> Change my name from Sam to Sally. Yeah, like you. Like, do they realize that the human brain isn't even like fully developed until, until like, like age twenty-five, mid twenties? Yeah. Like you're you're functional you are a functional idiot until right around twenty five. And then most people, even past twenty five, remain functional idiots. Oh yeah, for the yeah, for sure. Um better example. How old do you have to be to vote? Eighteen. So in in order to make decisions that affect the country. You have to be 18 years old. And I'm going to argue that probably that number should probably be higher. I, yeah, I agree. Like, Jesus. <laughs> you have to be 18 years old. But we're going to let a 13-year-old say, I don't like playing with dolls. I want to play with G.I. Joes and cut my hair and wear a ball cap. Yeah. I actually saw, like, a meme the other day. And it was this, uh, this like... Gorgeous woman. And she was like, I'm so thankful that my parents didn't affirm me when I was a child. And now I just get to grow up and be a girl that likes to do guy things. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, what do they call them? Tomboys? Yeah. yeah. They're a fucking thing. They exist. Yeah. Like. You can be a girl that likes to go out and change your fucking oil and rotate your fucking tires. Or go and hunting with your dad. Go hunting or bait a fucking hook. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That, there are plenty of guys that find that fucking attractive as fuck. Yeah. Like, Just like shit. you can be a guy that drinks fucking White Claws and gets his fucking manicures and his brows done. Yeah, we call those metrosexuals. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's a term for that. It exists. But, uh, that. You and your fucking static water fucking. Fuck White Claw. <sighs> but, yeah, like, they're. They get, that exists. That's a thing. Like, yeah. just be you. Yeah. Like, and if you feel like you should be the opposite gender, okay, great. When you're 18 years old, you can make that fucking choice. Give it 18 years. And if you get to 18 and you're like, you know what? You know, I've I've tried this for 18 years and I just, this isn't right for me. I want to do this. Then by all means, go ahead because you are a fucking adult and you can now make adult decisions. And if you fuck up, you've only fucked up your life. Yeah. But if you go through this, let's say at um, age 14. 14, if your parents let you go through this, okay, 
there, what, what's going to happen is, okay, let's say it goes fine, and you're like, okay, I love this. This is, this is fantastic. But let's say you're not okay with it, and it's irreversible, and you're sterile, and you can't have children. And now you're looking at your parents going, why the fuck did you let me, a 14-year-old, make these dumbass decisions? Yeah. Now you're blaming them when it was your dumbass fault. Yep. Give it 18 years. And if you still want to do it, more power to you. Absolutely. <clears throat> the clarify of our existing law, and I'm quoting this, the clarify of our existing law on what abuse and neglect is, is a helpful beacon in this confusion and misunderstanding, Jim Walsh said. The existing statute that we have that defines abuse and neglect should be the standard for the state stepping in and interfering with family dynamics. If a family situation doesn't meet the existing standard of abuse or neglect, then the state has no righteous role. And he is 100% fucking right on that. If you have a written standard on what abuse and neglect is, and then you introduce a new bill where you're claiming that um, a parent not, you know, listening to and letting a child, a child, child, a kid, not a legal fucking adult, a child. If you're coming in and saying, we have this standard on what abuse and neglect is, um, but uh, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're just going to go ahead and say that a parent not letting their child have their way uh, qualifies as abuse and neglect. No, that's not how that shit fucking works. Well, that's the only way they can get their laws passed. They have to change definitions, and they have to make new laws to expand definitions. Because if they don't, they can't get their shit passed. That's just, that is leftist 101. Representative Jacqueline Maycumber, Republican of Republic, Washington. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> She's a Republican from Republic. It's almost like it was meant to be. I know, right? Said, if I'm to understand, the underlying policy is because those parents have kicked their child out of the home and they need a safe shelter. If there were signs of abuse, the state would be involved. That's not what's being said. You are saying that the state of Washington can take this child and not contact the parents with no signs of abuse, with no pending case of abuse, and the foster system is not involved. That is shocking. Reacting to the bill's passage, podcaster and independent journalist and... What? I'm just going to read this the way they got it written. Reacting to the bill's passage, podcaster and independent journalist and podcaster. Okay. So they're, they're a podcaster twice. That's possible. Maybe they got, maybe they got two shows. It's possible. I had two shows at once. That's true. It was a cool thing. It was. I enjoyed it. (laughs) Brandy Cruz, the individual they were referring to as the double podcaster and independent journalist. Okay. Tweeted. Not wanting your child to get gender transition care is now just as bad as physical abuse in Washington state and means the government can hide your kid from you. If not affirming your minor's desired gender is abuse, what's next? Removal from the home? Probably. SB 5599 will be sent back to the Senate for concurrence. 
See, that to me, like you're, you're like, like I've already been saying, I, you know, as the child, I want to do this. No. And I'm your parent. I don't have to give you any kind of an explanation. The answer is just simply no. Mm, yeah. And then the child runs away. Well, I mean, fucking kids run away all hell. I ran away when I was a kid because same. my parents tried to make me eat something I didn't want to fucking eat. I don't even remember why I did. I was fucked off for a few hours. Yeah. And, oh, I, I, I did a fucking escape from, <laughs> I did an escape from Alcatraz style. <laughs> yeah. Dig a tunnel. No, I didn't dig a tunnel. I fucking waited till everybody was in bed and then I fucking stuffed the bed to make it look like I was in there. Hey, I did that tonight. You stole a car. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> but I put a shoe in there. So it looked like a foot. I did that the night you gave me the idea to steal a car. Eh. <laughs> eh. <laughs> anyway. Moving on. No, I, I stuffed the bed to make it look like I was in there. Of course, I wasn't paying attention to the fact that, you know, at the time I was like four feet tall and the individual that I put in the bed was like six foot. Yeah, you got to get closer on that. Yeah, man. I wasn't paying attention to that. It didn't occur to me. But, you know, I had this, uh, not, I had a suitcase that I packed full. <laughs> I packed full of toys. <laughs> I knew it was going to be fucking toys. <laughs> didn't put any food in there. I didn't put any clothes in there. <laughs> Don't eat it. You need the toys. <laughs> put my fucking toys in there. Have my Buzz Lightyear in there and all that shit. Just fucking. <laughs> I got Buzz and I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to the door. It took me 10 minutes to get the door open because, you know, we had 20 cans of fucking WD door, WD-40 around the house. Never sprayed the fucking hinges. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> squeaky, squeaky ass doors. And I got out of the house. I made it to the end of my street. And you were like, man, this is a fucking terrifying idea. And I was like. I have no idea where I'm going to go. If I go to my aunt's house, she's just going to call my parents and tell them I'm there. Yeah. You and I weren't friends at the time. And if we were, you lived a long way from me. We've made that wall. We have made that wall. That is not a short journey. No, it is not. Like, Lord of the Rings, they got shit on that walk. (laughs) Fuck that. They could have walked to Mordor and back twice. Jesus Christ. And it was cold as fuck, too. Yeah, fucking February. Uh, we were idiots. We fucking were. See? Functional idiots. <laughs> we knew how to operate everything and still fucked it up. But we were also teenagers at the time, so our minds had not fully developed, so we had an excuse. I, I know. Functional idiots. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Telling a child no. That's, that, I mean... I'm not there, but that's that's just to my understanding from what I remember growing up. It sucks. That's just part of being a fucking parent because, again, you're dealing with a functional idiot. They don't know everything. As bad, you know, I was 16 years old at one point. Yeah. I remember thinking I knew how the fucking world worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I got into the world and I was like, holy fucking 
shit, I was wrong. Yes. Okay, there are certain things that Connor will say, and I'll be like, yeah, go ahead and do that. Just do it your way. Because I can't wait to see what happens. We learn lessons that way. Like, case in point, when he was five. The, the eye of the stove. The eye of the stove <coughs> no, is the perfect lesson. He, he never did that. Um, when he was five, we were outside, and he had he, been he playing t-ball. Okay. And we were throwing the ball to him. Uh, well, I was throwing the ball to him. And uh, I was like, Connor, keep your glove up. Don't turn it over. Because if you turn it over, it can roll up, hit you in the face. And he was like, okay, Daddy. And he kept turning his club over. And I was like, that's eventually going to hit you in the face. Like, you can't catch a ball like that. You have to turn your hand over. Yeah. He's like, throw me a pop-up. Okay. It's probably going to hit you in the fucking face. Threw a pop-up. He held his glove backwards. Rolled right off his glove. Right in the face. He cried for about five minutes. I let him cry for about five minutes. And I walked over there and said, I bet you turn your fucking glove over now, don't you? <laughs> Never had that problem again. You, sometimes you got to let them learn the lesson. The eye of the stove is the best fucking example. I learned that one. Yeah, I learned that. That, that one was Mine me. wasn't the eye of the stove. It was the kerosene heater, which I think is a little bit hotter. Uh, just a skosh. <laughs> just, just, a, just a smidge. Yeah. It's a little warmer. Yeah, I learned that one. I was... And <laughs> so here's the thing. I knew it was hot. Didn't know how hot. I just knew it was hot enough to melt the feet of my G.I. Joes. Yeah, yeah, it'll do that. And I went to go touch it, and my dad was sitting in the chair, and I, he's already been telling me, don't don't put your fucking toys on that thing. They're going to melt. <laughs> they do melt. Functional idiot. <laughs> I go to touch it. Don't touch it. You're going to get burned. Look back over my shoulder. He's He's watching the baseball game. Don't touch it. You're going to get burned. Yep. Look back over my shoulder. He's watching the baseball game. Ah! I touched it. And he watched me fucking do it. Yep. And then, same thing. What I tell you was going to happen. I don't want to knock off that crying. I don't want to. Then I got the, I will give you something something to cry about. That was my favorite. Like, motherfucker, you already gave me something to cry about. You're going to compound this injury? Fuck you. That's some bullshit. Yeah. I didn't get any explanation as to why you don't touch the kerosene heater. It was just don't touch the kerosene heater. You're going to get burned. Well, I mean, heat is hot. You were near it. You should have been like, yeah, it's a little warm. It's different with a stove. You can't feel that heat. You're below it. I was, I was like four years old, man. Yeah, heat is hot. I, I understood that concept at four years old. Like, I never touched heaters. I never was never like, hey, fucking heater. Fuck yeah, let's touch that son of a bitch. <laughs> no, no. A stove. Yeah. See, well, because you see, here's the thing. Here's the thing about the kerosene heater. There's parts of the kerosene heater that you can touch that are not hot. That's true. That's true. Like the handle. Yeah, like the handles. And you know, I just I touched the wrong part. I like I. Just, I'm just saying that not all things that are orange are hot. I just had oranges. To, I had to find out that some things that are orange are actually fucking hot. Yeah. You have to be very discerning with the orange thing you're about to touch. Yeah. Is it a stove? Don't touch it. Is it a fruit? Go ahead. Yeah. 
<laughs> is it a cup of juice? Yeah. How about it? Yeah. It's probably cool. Or at least. Is it a flame? Probably don't touch that one. And if it's a blue one, damn sure don't touch it. No, don't light it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Can we, can, yeah. can we please go to something else? I, I no, hate, I'm, I'm still beating this horse to death. I hate Washington State so much. I'm still beating this horse to death because I want to know why, 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 why. Put your goddamn phone down. Uh, I'll pick back up in the next segment. You keep beating this that horse. <laughs> yeah, I'll, 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 I'll end it on this again. Sure you will. <laughs> again. The parents are in charge. They're the parents. Children do not run the household. If you let your child run the fucking household, you're going to get a children of the corn scenario. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know how many like corn demons are out there possessing children. You never know. But we do live near cornfield, so it is possible. It is highly possible. <sighs> People. Oh, my fucking God. <sighs> why 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 i honestly feel bad for the next generation of parents like as far as it goes like i don't have it that difficult as a parent like i can still parent my child i can still punish my child without being excessive yeah this next generation of fucking parents they're fucking they're going into this situation with both hands and both feet tied behind their back. Yeah, and you know, here's here's the thing about it. Um, for one, corporal punishment—that's that's not abuse. No, no, it's not. It's teaching a child that they have done wrong through pain enforcement. Kind of like touching the eye of the stove. Yeah, that I learned. Yeah. Touching the kerosene heater. I haven't done it since. Did it one time. That was all I needed. Now, I have backed into a kerosene heater. Like, I've got a little oh, close. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's like hot. Yeah. But I've never just gone up and, ooh, let me touch. Yeah, no. No. I mean, you know, as an adult, you can touch a kerosene heater. Because here's what I know. I know I'm fast. So I can go, yep, that's hot. <laughs> because some, sometimes you can't tell if you're fucking on. Well, yeah. So you're like, is this thing fucking on? Nope. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, it's of course, cool. Of course, you know, just doing something like holding your hand over it <laughs> instead and of touching it. That's not, a, that's not fast enough. <laughs> I like that instant. That's hot. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there is there are certain levels of excess. Such as the church right next door here. Yeah. Jesus Christ. How far away would you say that church is? 100 yards at least, right? At least 100 yards. 100 yards. Matt and I were standing outside the building here a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. And it was actually a rather breezy evening. Yeah. And the wind was blowing in the opposite direction. Yeah. The wind was blowing in the direction of the church. So, we are upwind of the church, and this is the second time I have heard this going on over there. Church was letting out. I hear a child, on this particular instance, said child was on the 
other side of the building. So now, not only is this church that's at least 100 yards away, there's this church is now betwixt. Betwixt. Me and this child that I am hearing get the ever-loving shit beat out of. Yeah. From that far away, you know, the sound of a child <laughs> screaming in anguish carries. It carries, yeah. Like, it, it carries. But when I can hear the impact... Yeah, that's excessive. That is excessive. And it's not that it was just one time too hard. No, it was... Repeated. So from that far away, with a large brick building betwixt and standing upwind of this, I hear not only this child screaming in anguish, but the blows landing on this child. That's excessive. Yeah. That is that like I was to the point that I was ready to go over there and intervene. I've already decided that if I hear that shit again, I'm going over there. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm not going to take a gun. But these hands are rated E for everybody. I can't <laughs> promise that I won't have my gun on me. But if I hear that shit again, I'm going over there. And on the way over there, I'm probably going to call the cops. And oh, I'll yeah. Be like, you need to get here before I get there. Yeah. Because I'm going to whip somebody's ass when I get on the other side of this building. Yeah. Man, woman, I don't give a fuck. Somebody getting fucked up on the other side of this building. Yeah. That shit is, I mean, <laughs> excessive is putting it mildly. Like, I, I, whip, I whip Connor. Three swats on the ass with a hand. Yeah. That's all it took. You know, my dad had a collection of belts. Never had to use, ne- never had to use a belt yet. My dad had a, this was actually a hat rack. Yeah. That he didn't put his hats on. Well, he put a couple of hats on there. But, no, he put belts on there. Different weights. Yeah. <laughs> different <laughs> weights, different thicknesses of leather. <laughs> This is an Italian leather. I wonder how that swings. Ooh, that one cuts through the air. Oh, that was a slice. I like that. Yeah. Like, I had the shit beat out of me as a kid. I had, you remember, you remember those pump action um, cap guns? Yeah. Yeah, I had one of those. Had the, had the <coughs> not the little paper strips, but the, the little plastic. Um, yeah. The little revolver things, yeah, but it was it was a straight strip instead of a oh, ring. Oh yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that that was what this thing ran on, and I had one of those, and I don't remember what it was I did, but I pissed my mom off enough that she grabbed whatever she could get her hands on, which just so happened to be this little plastic pump action cap gun, and she fucking she fucking broke it over my hip. Not my ass, my hip. Probably because you were fucking squirming to get the fuck away. She was coming at me with a fucking blunt object. <laughs> Forward object. <laughs> Should have fucking hit her ass goddamn diamond cutter. <laughs> fuck you, mom. Diamond cutter. Self high five. Pow. Yeah, she fucking broke this thing over my hip and made it a fucking sawn off. <laughs> Well, that's cool. I mean, <laughs> break, committing felonies as a fucking six-year-old. He's got a salt-off cap gun. Fuck the NFA. Oh my god, I've been beat. We had a uh, we had we we had one of the um, the cordless phones that had the retractable antenna that looked like those a pointer for a fucking hurt. board. Oh, those hurt. <laughs> 
those cut there zero those, drag zero fucking drag on that yeah that, those things will rip the fucking skin off it's like fuck those suck yeah that's worse than a fucking switch <laughs> fucking beat me with a baseball bat like fuck that oh, yeah. <laughs> you like please i'll blunt impact please yeah. Over that bullshit. I would even let Mark McGuire swing the fucking bat. Like, just not that. That son of a bitch hurts. Yeah. Had a paddle broke over my ass by the fucking principal. <laughs> Same. On the first hit. Yeah. And he still gave me the other two. <laughs> he couldn't. Because it broke at the handle. No, not mine. It broke at the tip. <laughs> About that much of the tip came flying off of it. Yeah, when he hit me, it, it broke at the handle. And yeah. I was like, ha, paddling over. He's yeah. like, no, I have another. You son of a bitch. Well, when you've got Marty Myers with his fucking slave labor pushing them out left and right. I never made a fucking paddle. I refused. Marty's like, you want to make a paddle? I was like, fuck no. Give you motherfuckers more ammunition? No, I'm one of the convicts. Fuck off. I ain't falling for that bullshit. I'm making a picnic table, asshole. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's, 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 not, it's not abuse. It's, it's not. It's, it is not abuse to use corporal punishment on a child. Hey, you know what? I've noticed that like kids that got beaten as children don't go shooting up schools. Yeah, <laughs> crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, you know there there was there was a saying that we had in the Marine Corps. Uh, I think they still I think they still use this saying. May have been you know done away with, but uh, when the mind fails to comprehend, the body must be punished. I, I feel like they've done away with that one. Hey, I, I just feel like it. Just just doesn't seem like that's something they would do anymore. Yeah, maybe. They probably still practice it. They just don't say it. Yeah, when the mind fails to comprehend, <laughs> the body must be punished. Yeah, and pain is just weakness leaving the body. Exactly. So there you go. It's making you stronger. It really is. Like... I've, 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 not, I've not done anything stupid <coughs> since then. Because let me tell you, you know. I got my first paddling when I was I was in kindergarten. I was like five. I started young. God damn, son. Got my first paddling in kindergarten. And that fucking sucked. Let me tell you. How long did you cry after? I actually did not cry. And do you know how I remember I didn't cry? Because I remember I was, uh, no, no, no. It wasn't, it wasn't kindergarten. It, may, it was second grade. That's what it was. It was second grade. And I got, Danny Ashley was the elementary principal. Yep. Busted my ass. I don't even remember what the fuck I did, but he fucked me up. And I came out that office, not a fucking tear shed. And I remember Daniel Burns going, shit, kept, took a licking and kept on ticking. Yep. And I was like, ooh, my ass hurts. <laughs> All right, so that was my first paddling. And then I got one, like, daily after that. And so by the time I was in high school, that shit had hurt. Your ass was hardened. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> We're going to paddle you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do your worst, fucker. <laughs> and then they were like, wait a minute. These, <laughs> this doesn't work on him. A school. <laughs> that worked. <laughs> that was way worse. I was like, can't you just paddle me, though? No. God, you bastards. You found my weakness. Yeah, when it got to the point that the uh, the the administrators over at A school, as soon as Danny Ashley would call, would immediately say uh, Sanders and Lassiter. Yeah, yeah, we we were popular there. 
Yeah. I'm, I wonder if they actually, like, ever put, like, plaques on our desk. Because we sat there more than, like, any other chair. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. We were there a lot. For sure. <coughs> Matter of fact, I think I still hold the record for most times going in a single grade. Uh, I, I don't even... I lost count of how many times I went to A school. I I went more than 10 times when I was in sixth grade. (laughs) It was a good year for you. That was a good year for me. (laughs) Uh, But moving on. Yeah. Finally. It's okay to punish your children. It's okay to tell your child no. Uh, We didn't move on. (laughs) That was an Alabama goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to finish it up with that. It's okay to punish your children, and it's okay to tell your child no. Because they don't know any better. Yep. Moving on. We're back in Tennessee. Hell yeah. We are back in Tennessee. <clears throat> like the third week in a row we've gone to Tennessee. I'm getting really tired of that fucking state. They're, 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 they're trying real hard to just give the South a bad name. Yeah. yeah you know, first you got a school shooting in Nashville. Uh-huh, yeah. Then you get two out of three state lawmakers expelled from their offices. Yep. Mm-hmm. In response to said school shooting. Yeah, that, that happened. I believe they got reinstated, didn't they? They did get reinstated. So it was like all bark, no bite. Yeah. And now some hist- some history on these two individuals is being brought forward. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, the the video that you sent me from uh, Tim Cast, yeah, old Tim Pool, Timothy Pool, Tim, if you're listening, we'd love to be on your show. He's not listening. Be be hopeful. He's current. I think he's probably currently still in Austin. He may be traveling, but he was in Austin. He might listen. This is pre-recorded. <laughs> he might listen to this at some point. It's possible, maybe, I don't know. Uh, even if you listen to this a year from now, we let, would love to be me, on your show. Let me put it to you this way. Joe Rogan is way more popular than we are by to the nth degree, and he doesn't even listen to Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> so we got about a snowball, nope, not even a snowball, snowflakes chance in hell that he's going to hear this podcast. So you're saying there's there's a a chance. chance. (laughs) Yeah. A negative one. Got a got a better chance of winning the fucking Powerball and then getting struck by lightning underground. (laughs) Dude, I got a better chance of marrying Scarlett Johansson (laughs) than him listening to our podcast. Now. So we'll use that as the defining factor. Which one happens first? Tim Pool listens to our show at some point, or you marry Scarlett Johansson. Man, I'm hoping for the Scarlett Johansson <laughs> thing. Like, I like this podcast and all, but fuck you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Nothing like <clears throat> so the first one we'll go over, I think it was uh, Justin Pearson is who it was. Yeah, fuck, I don't know. Uh uh, Not important enough to remember. Yeah. Let's see here. Da, 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 da. Uh, yep, it was Justin Pearson. So, video has come up of Justin Pearson 
from when he was first running for office. Um, actually, I think it was some sort of like a college it thing. Was he during, was running. It was during the wait. Is this the one that was like in the the protests? Mm-mm. No, it's the other one. Yeah, this, okay. yeah. This this was the one who uh, started out, you know, very <coughs> Obama ish, pretty pretty middle of the road. Yeah, moderate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you then know, going to bring both sides together for right. discussions, and then went off Farrakhan. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, you know, you, we got we got these videos of Pearson who, like, you know, he's that's how, that's how he's described as is you know very Obama like. Yeah. Clean cut, wearing a suit, very articulate in his speech. Yeah. And then like a year later, we see him and he's got a fro. Yeah. Which, I mean, I hate on the fro. No, 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 no. I can dig he, the fro. He, yeah, he can rock the fro. <laughs> Not a bad look. But he's got the fro and he's got the Al Sharpton glasses. And he, he's he's, a, he, he's talking, talking like this. Yeah. <laughs> And I, and I see ya. I, t- I tell ya. So he's a Baptist preacher now. Yeah. Can I can I get a amen? <sighs> yeah, that's a thing he does. And I don't know why. And you know, the the question being raised is, <laughs> you know, was it was he putting on a facade at first? Like, has he always been this way, but, you know, he was hiding who he really was to gain some sort of election? And then... Or was he actually a straightforward, clean-cut, moderate, you know, gonna bring about change, and then he becomes corrupted by his side? You mean radicalized? Radicalized. (laughs) Corrupted, radicalized. Same difference. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to say. Because nine times out of ten, when you meet a politician, you're not meeting them. You're meeting their representative. Yeah. You're meeting the person they want to portray themselves as. I still want to see Tommy Tuberville throw a clipboard at somebody on the Senate floor. I'm surprised that actually hasn't happened yet. But it's I don't know if he was radicalized or if that's always how he's been. It's hard to say. Um. Because you just never know who people really are until you actually know them as people. Like, I, I assume if you talk to, like, some of his classmates from high school, they can shed some light on whether that's who he's always been. Yeah, maybe. Now, <clears throat> the other one involved in this, Justin Jones. Mm-hmm. Video has surfaced of him recently. It was during the summer of love. During the summer of love. And during mostly peaceful riots. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fiery, but mostly peaceful. Yeah, yeah. Cars being flipped. <coughs> you know. Motherfuckers getting shot. Whatever. Yeah. Windows being broken. Stores being looted. But mostly peaceful. Yeah, mostly peaceful. Fiery, but mostly peaceful. <laughs> mostly peaceful. Mostly. Yeah. Yeah, uh, video has surfaced now of him being involved in one of these peaceful protests. Yeah, he was super peaceful, too. Um, assisting in attacking a vehicle. He peaceful the fuck out of that car. He sure the fuck did. With a parking cone. <laughs> he was so peaceful with that parking cone. Except different. Yeah. 
<laughs> in this particular case, peaceful means violent. Yeah, for a minute it sounded a little rapey, but <laughs> we, had to, we had to spell it out. No, he wasn't. Well, I don't know if he was trying to jam the traffic cone into the gas tank or not. <laughs> I was thinking more about the people, but <laughs> there are other places parking cones can go. You know, yeah, this this goes back to the whole thing where, you know, all of these uh, these quote unquote peaceful protesters were, you know, blocking streets. Bear in mind now. I am all for an individual's right to protest. Hell, if you want to set a fucking dumpster on fire during your protest, go right the fuck ahead. Doesn't bother me one goddamn bit. But do you have a license for this protest? Because that's, that's kind of part of, you know, what you're supposed to do. You know, I don't even care if you have a fucking license. I don't care. I don't think you should have to get permission from the government to bitch about the government. No, you can bitch about the government all you want, but if you're going to bitch about the government in public and take up public space. I say as long as you're not in the middle of the fucking road, you shouldn't even need a permit. I, don't, I, can, I can concur with that. If you're on the sidewalks or in a park or something like that, fuck asking for permission. You don't ask for permission. You fucking do what you want. But the moment you step into the street and start hucking shit at people and setting shit on fire. Or your people start getting run over because that's what happens when you stand in a fucking street. Yeah, because cars play there. You don't. Cars do. <laughs> and, and cars tend to win. And, you know, there's really only that, 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 that little yellow line. That's only a suggestion. <laughs> you know, here's the thing about that. That's the only thing keeping us from playing bumper cars. It's just a natural <laughs> agreement. That me and the other driver have that we're not going to cross that. You have willingly stepped into potential bumper cars. Yeah, that's yeah. your own fucking fault playing human frogger. Yeah, you know what 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 he's talking about <coughs> with uh, you know the whole cars playing in the street and everything. That's that's like taking a pee wee football team and making them play the fucking Broncos. It's not going to end well. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's really not. Don't like don't block a street like that's. Like, you think it's cute and funny until you get run the fuck over, and then it's not so cute and funny anymore. Yeah, exactly. And here's the thing about it. When you're blocking the fucking street, you know, I bitch about this all the time with the city of Fort Payne. There's a, there's a set of railroad tracks that run through the city of Fort Payne. And for some ungodly fucking reason, trains have a tendency to stop on those tracks. Or become uncoupled. Or become uncoupled. That's happened the last couple weeks. Yeah. Um, trains have a tendency to stop on those tracks. The problem is these tend to be rather long trains. Yeah. And it blocks the whole fucking city. Yeah. There are multiple intersections that cross over these tracks. Uh, there is in fact one major highway that goes up the fucking mountain that you have to cross over these tracks to continue on your route. It's true. Unless you want to go 20 miles out of your fucking way. Yeah. Or up Beeson's. Yeah. Which you still have to cross the tracks. Yeah, you have to cross the tracks to get over to Beeson's. But sometimes it's not blocked there. Sometimes. But it is amazing to me the number of times that trains get stopped on these fucking tracks. And as a result, (laughs) worst case scenario... Emergency services are not able to get to somebody up on top of the fucking mountain. Yeah. 
It is a what I would love well, to know. They they have volunteers up there. They have emergency services up there on that mountain. They're just not ambulance drivers. Like they stay down here. Yeah. But you know, it amazes me like either going to pick someone up or someone has already been picked up and is on their way to the hospital. Yeah. How I'm sure this has to have happened already at this point. Somebody has to have lost their fucking life simply because a train was stopped on the tracks and they were not able to either get to the person in time or get the person to the hospital in time. It's possible. The same exists when you're having your little bitchy argument protest and you're blocking the fucking street. And, you know, no ambulance driver in their right mind is going to drive through a fucking crowd of people to get one person on their way to the fucking hospital. Yeah. Now they're just creating more work for themselves. That is true. I, on the other hand... I'm not an ambulance driver. I don't have any paperwork to do. I don't have to come back and take care of your ass. But I got somewhere I got to fucking be. So, you want to see if your 200-pound ass is going to stop my fucking two tons of steel? That's some of us thought we'd last. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, you know my favorite videos on the internet. My favorite videos are the ones are with all those protests where they started getting violent, and then like some other motherfucker showed up and started getting violent back, and they were like, "Oh fuck!" And, and equal all, and opposite response. Yeah, and now all of a sudden they're playing victim. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's just the way to go. Oh, absolutely. I think if there's people blocking the roads and being violent. Just get out of your car and start beating fucking ass. Grab a tire iron and start fucking swinging. I don't give a fuck anymore. These people are fucking stupid. They want to fucking fight. Fucking fight them. Yeah. If enough motherfuckers get out of their car and start fucking throwing bombs, they're going back to fuck up. Yeah. And they're going to get the fuck out of there. You're going to spend a night in jail. That's uh, That has by far got to be my most favorite fucking video of... <laughs> The Antifa protesters and the uh, Proud Boys. Yeah, the Proud Boys. Man, them Antifa protesters got tuned the fuck up. Oh, they very quickly ran back. Like, whatever <laughs> ground they had covered and met with the fucking Proud Boys, they very quickly gave that fucking ground up. Yeah, it's easy to be violent in a fucking mob. It's real hard to be violent when motherfuckers are bringing violence back at your ass. Yeah. Like, when there's some fucking consequences... Eh, they tend to go the other way. Dude getting conked in the face with a fucking frying pan. <laughs> now, that was funny. That, <laughs> that was funny. But I'm like, eh, it's kind of a bitch move. Kind of a bitch move. It was almost a club punch. Like, the dude didn't see it coming. He, true, but I want to know who in the hell brings a fucking frying pan to a goddamn protest. He was probably like, I've always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to fuck somebody up with a frying pan. This is my chance. I've got to take it. And it and it made the noise. It did make. I can confirm that's a thing. The noise was made. Dong. 
But yeah, that whole compilation video to Here Comes the Boom. Yeah. Where motherfuckers are just getting knocked out. I was like, that's, see, like, you're being stupid. You could have stayed on the fucking sidewalk and been peaceful and just set your little fucking chance and nobody would have fucked with you. Yeah. But no, you want to set shit on fire and start busting out windows and threatening motherfuckers and some other motherfuckers show up and start punching people in the fucking head. And they're like, I don't like getting punched in the head. That's stupid. Yeah. I'm not going to do that anymore. Yep. Now, a lot of you are probably asking, well, what's that got to do with the price of tea in China? What is the price of tea in China? I don't know. It's probably hot. I've never bought any. This is an elected official that we are talking about. This is a person who is responsible for establishing laws or working towards establishing laws for the state of Tennessee. Yeah. Involved in these quote-unquote peaceful protests where... He's beating the shit out of someone's vehicle with a traffic cone. Yeah, he got elected after that. Kind of feel like that's somebody that doesn't need to be setting policy. Yeah. Now, you know, Justin Jones, the first one we discussed. Sure, yeah, whatever. Yeah, he he, he, he wants to go all Jesse Jackson- that's his prerogative. Al Sharpton, Farrakhan, whatever. Yeah, that's his prerogative. That's fine. I actually kind of like that shit. The old preacher talk. Yeah. The, hey, man. Yeah, you know, it's it's a fucking... But even that... It's, it's an act. It's still an act. That's not who he is. Yeah, it's still a fucking act. It's, it's nothing more than a fucking facade. It's an entertaining one. Oh, yeah, I'm going to giggle my nuts off at that shit. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, that shit's funny. Reminds me of fucking um, Arsenio Hall's character in uh, Coming to America. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of his characters. Yeah, he had a couple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what it reminds me of. It's a facade, is all it is. But, at the same time, that's not who he is. No. But he's an elected official. So we're going to let an elected official basically play a character on the fucking house floor or speaking to a crowd of people, to a crowd of demonstrators, and we expect him to be honest about the things that he's trying to fucking implement into policy? Nah, well, at that point, though, we're splitting hairs because they're all just playing a part. They are. And that, that goes for federal-level officials. They're just playing a fucking part. I mean, look, no, let me get wrong. Lauren Boebert is a 2A supporter. Yeah. But do you think she really gives a fuck if the average person can't carry a gun? No. No, probably not. She has armed security. Doesn't really affect her. Now, she's going to go out there and she's going to play the part of the pro 2A Republican. This is my line in the sand. You're not crossing this line. I'll cross that line. And then they make some shady backroom deal and we lose fucking freedoms. Yeah. So they all play a fucking part. Um, I'm still just confused as why the fuck we listen to these people. Like, I, to, to quote the great George Car- Carlin, 
Um, think about how stupid people are. Uh-huh. And then realize that half of them are even dumber. Yep. And we have a government ran by these people. I have a George Carlin quote. <laughs> I want to live my next life backwards. You start out dead and get that out of the way. Yeah, that's nice. Then you wake up in a nursing home feeling better every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you get kicked out for being too healthy. You enjoy your retirement and collect your pension. Yeah, yeah. Then you start work. You get a gold watch on your first day. That's nice. You work 40 years until you're too young to work. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Then you get ready for high school. You drink alcohol, you party, and you're generally promiscuous. Yeah, yeah. Then you go to primary school. You become a kid. You play, and you have no responsibilities. Yeah, that's nice. Then you become a baby. Mm-hmm. And then you spend your last nine months floating peacefully in spa-like conditions, central heating, room service on tap, and then you finish off as an orgasm. Yep. That'd be a nice way to go. <laughs> can we get can we get the backwards button? Like can we, can we, <laughs> how do you get that? Ask Benjamin Button. That motherfucker. That was he was an asshole. <laughs> he got to do the backwards thing, like like, how did that work, though? Like, like I know he was going backwards, right? I don't know. I just, but, but here's my thing, though. At a certain point, the baby, Benjamin Button, had to become non-viable. So, where did he go? <laughs> did he just poof? Or did, like, they just go in there one day and was like, well, there's a dead fucking fetus in this bassinet. Eh, who knows? I, I need that. I need to know what happened. Because <laughs> that that's fucking creepy to me. Yeah. Again, these are these are these are these are the elected officials that we are that we are talking about. Yeah. Most of them are stupid. Half of them are dumber than that. Remember that. Like, I am by no means a fucking genius, but half the shit they say, I'm like, okay. And you went to what fucking school? Yeah. They allow you to claim that shit? You know. I don't know about that. I watched this video recently, and this happened in the uh, Missouri State Congress. Um, let me see if I can find this. I'm not going to play the video because it's long. A little long-winded. A little long-winded. Fuck you, sinuses. Uh, I think this is it. Well, it's the video. It's not the article. Dad, ice cream. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. I might be able to get some names. In a nutshell, essentially. um, So this happened back on March 30th. And a Democratic member was questioning a Republican member. (coughs) Both of them were people of color. 
I'm not sure why that the, the merit to the story. The Democrat was an older woman. Uh-huh. The person that she was questioning was a younger man. Again, both of them were African-American. And she asks him at the start of the interaction how he identifies his, his eth- her exact word, ethnicity. Um, okay, that's not a word. Yeah. <laughs> um, two, uh, or are, can you be transracial now? Apparently. Uh, Holy your, shit. Your, what, what is your ethnicity? Was her ex- <laughs> what do you identify as? What is your ethnicity? I think she meant ethnicity. ethnicity is what she meant. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what she meant. And his response was, you know, she asked, you know, are do you identify as African American? His response was, no, I I identify as an American, a black one, I assume. Yeah, like, yeah. but th- but that was I identify as an American. Yeah, you you don't have to see. That's the thing I don't get. Like you don't. My family is from Europe, like originally. I got Viking DNA and Irish DNA. I'm all kinds of fucking Europe. I don't identify as a European American or an Irish American or a Slavic American or a Scandinavian American. We have native blood in us, and I don't identify as a native American. Just American. And we have been for like 250 fucking years. Yeah. Ah. Here we no, it's still a fucking video. I don't want the fucking video. I want it. So it was um, <coughs> Justin Hicks was the Republican that was being questioned by one of the Democrat members, and it was over a uh, over a DEI bill. Uh, yeah. And now that I've got his name, I think I may be able to find an actual article on this now. If I can spell his fucking name right. Come on. Is this another fucking video? Your internet fucking sucks out here, by the way. You know, here we go. You know, you have data, right? You can just turn that Wi-Fi shit right the fuck off. Uh, except it, I'm on AT&T. Again, we've discussed this before. Well, then your carrier fucking sucks. I don't know what to tell you. It really fucking does. Here we go. A black Missouri Republican received applause on the state house floor during a heated debate on diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives when he said he identifies as an American after being questioned by a black Democrat on his ethnicity. Missouri State Rep. Justin Hicks joined uh, Fox and Friends first to discuss the exchange over a bill opposing funding for DEI initiatives in the state government. This is actually ridiculous that I'm being questioned on issues of race, Hicks said on Monday. I think the left is kind of just lost, lost face of reality on what's going on. We've moved beyond the issues of race here in America. This is not an issue of race anymore, and I think they look for words to divide us instead of unite us. 
No. The issue is the left has always been racist. They're always going to be racist, and they're always going to look through the lens of race. Yeah. Always. Hicks was bombarded with questions last week by State Rep. Marlene Terry over House Bill 6, which opposes state funds for DEI initiatives from Missouri's Departments of Agriculture, Agriculture, Natural Resources, and Conservation. Can I ask what you identify as? Terry asked Hicks. I identify as an American, Hicks responded, prompting applause. And I would note that the applause actually came from both sides. Huh, interesting. Yeah. <coughs> and then was very quickly brought to order by the who, whoever was the leader there. You know, I would ask that the members maintain a sense of decorum. Oh, we're not allowed to be proud of being Americans? Apparently not. Oh, well, fuck you, motherfucker. State lawmakers on Thursday voted along mostly party lines in the Republican-controlled House in favor of a proposed $45 billion state budget that blocks funding for staff, vendors, consultants, and programs associated with diversity, equity, and inclusion throughout state government and public colleges and universities. <coughs> the prohibitions also apply to initiatives that promote collective guilt the concept that disparities are necessarily tied to oppression and intersectional or divisive identity activism, among other concepts. Supporters of the spending restrictions face a wall in the GOP-led Senate where the powerful Appropriations Committee chairman has said he plans to strip the language from the budget. The state's not in the business of giving preferential treatment to individuals based on their race, sex, or national origin Altogether, Hicks said, arguing that funding should be based on merit instead. Hicks said refusing to be identified by the color of his skin goes against Democrats' efforts to divide Americans. Which is true. I think we have to start with taking race out of the conversation altogether. When you do that, you're focusing on people's merits and character and what they've done as far as this legislation goes. We are all equal under the eyes of the law. I think that's why we have to look at it that way. So we do have to get away from looking at things in race and identify in identity politics and look at it under one scope of what's best for the country, what's best for your state, and what's best for Americans overall. Hicks concluded by saying he never thinks of people on the level of their race. I treat people like people. I don't know who this guy is, but I like him. Yeah. And he and he's he's a younger feller, too. That's that's him right there. Huh. See now that I'm looking at him. Seems kind of racist that she would ask that question. A, a little bit. Because she was probably gonna be like, Well, you're not African American, so you can't say things. I actually, I think he's mixed. Still, I mean, that's the see. That's the one thing. Like, if you're mixed, you actually get to pick. Yeah, you you can claim race baiting and white privilege. No, like literally on your. On, on I know your, you. Like, I know you, you can. can get to pick. I know you can. <laughs> and I'm like, man, that's bullshit. I didn't get to pick. I want to pick. You're better off. You can claim Native American. True. True. I can. Like you could open a casino. 
Well, first I'd have to like get my tribe card and become an official recognized member of a tribe. And then go through all... I've, I've looked into it. <laughs> it's a lot of fucking paperwork. You, you already had that business idea, huh? Well, not just that. When I was living in Texas, I found out that they actually paid motherfuckers just for being Native American. Oh, yeah. And I was like, bitch, what? <laughs> and my buddy was like, yeah, they fucking pay you for being Native American. I was like, homie. Yeah, you get reparations. Like, let me get that. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you got to have a tribe card. I'm like, how do I get that? So, uh, yeah, I was going to do that. And, but I was like, eh, it's paperwork. It's not worth it. it was yeah. Like, I think it was only like, it wasn't a lot, though. Like yep. Maybe $1,500 a year. That's still. It's broken up in installments. It's still. That's not a lot. It's not, but I mean, that's $1,500 a year that you didn't, that you're getting just for existing. Just, just typing away there. I'm, I'm asking hard-hitting questions. Who, who are you asking the questions to? That's for me to know. <laughs> you worry about yourself. <laughs> you know, it... <sighs> Yeah, like I, I, I agree with you know even it, it's one hundred percent a fucking political response everything that he's fucking saying, but I agree with it. Yeah, and you know we've talked about the whole DEI thing on here before. We've talked about it in the military. We've talked about it in government. It's equal opportunity is what it is, and as we've pointed out on this show multiple times, equal opportunity is fucking racist. There's nothing equal about it. Not usually. I mean, eh, in its inception. Uh, it's it's like communism. It looks good on paper. It looks good on paper. In practice, no, it doesn't work. Like, in its inception, like, at the beginning, like, just like affirmative action. In the beginning, affirmative action was a good thing. Yeah. Because it was more difficult for, for black people to get jobs that they were actually deserving of. Yeah. So, in the beginning, affirmative action was a good thing. Right. Once we got past all that, and it was no longer about, okay, what's your race, blah, 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 blah. We got to have this many black people, this many Hispanics, this many white people. Once we got past that, and we were just hiring based off the merits, and we didn't care what color you were, affirmative action should have went away. Yeah. Here's Here's how they need to do it. Every every application out there, every hiring company out there, they need to take off any sort of personally identifying feature from their application. So anything relating to race, sex, religion, all of those things, they need to be completely done away with on a job application. Yeah, you can, but like sometimes you can just look at a name and be like, I know everything I need to know. Just by looking at a name. And, and I'm sorry, it's it's true. I mean, you're not wrong, but... But, I mean, like, that's what I'm saying, though, is taking all those check boxes away doesn't change people's names. Like, there are certain names that you're just like, well, that is a Hispanic name. Okay, that so you, a, you take the name off of there, too. You then, had, then, then what, how are you going to address them when you go to call them? 
uh, hey, dear motherfucker that filled out this application. Like, yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> How are you? Yeah. <laughs> what is your name? Yeah. Or are you allowed to ask that, though? Because you don't you put you took the name slot off. Can you ask, or, or do you just call them and go, be here tomorrow, 8 a.m., interview, bye. They don't even want to hear your voice. <laughs> <laughs> because then you can literally have no preconceptions before they walk into the building. But then, when they get there, how do you know that's who you fucking called? You don't fucking know. They have, they would have to bring a copy of their resume with them that has to match what they submitted. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe... Okay. Like, here, here's the thing. Maybe I interview better than you. Maybe you do. Okay. So what? If they have nothing on file, I can interview for you. And you could be the motherfucker that shows up to work because they don't know. Only you the could. hire, only the hiring manager knows. That's highly possible. So maybe I interview interview better than you. I get you the job, and then like you're working for like a couple of months, and then the hiring manager comes by, and is like, who the fuck is that? Well, that that's Daniel Sanders. You you hired him a couple of weeks ago. I didn't hire that motherfucker. I hired a different motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking make them put shit on the application so we know what the fuck they are. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if you want to make it 100% fair and equitable, do away with any sort of, like I said, race, sex, religion, all of that shit. Do away with it on the applications. And, I mean, you can't always base a name on an individual. You, you, Yes, you can a lot of the time. I'm going to say, I'm going to quote the great Paul Rudd. 60% of the time, it works every time. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. Like, I'm just saying, I've... I've, Now, there are some curveballs out there. There are. Like, Like, one of my exes, she did not have the standard white girl name. And you know what you want to talking about. I know the one you're talking about. That's the example I was going to use. <laughs> she did not. Now, that would be a surprise. <laughs> it is, oh, what? okay. okay. Not what I was expecting. Exactly. Uh, there are some curveballs. But, oh, man. But, you know, at the same time, you're, you're, you're also pitching yourself out there as a racist if you're saying, oh, that's a black name. No, not really. There are certain names that certain races just tend to use more often than not. I mean, in line with the one that you're referring to, the name Daquan. Uh-huh, yeah. What what would you picture that as? Uh, African-American, yeah. I've met a white guy named Daquan. That's interesting. That's actually interesting. Yeah. Where did you meet said white Daquan? South Carolina. I'm sure he went mixed. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I gotta know. Like, are you sure? I'm sure. Hundred <laughs> percent. If the motherfucker stepped outside, he was turning into a crab. Well, that's that. That sounds unpleasant. Ah. <laughs> <clears throat> <sighs> But, okay, so, how about the name? Uh, Isaac. 
What would you identify? What would you normally associate with the name Isaac? No, 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 no. You can't use Isaac because Isaac. I've seen. I've seen black but people named Isaac. The, what would you normally associate with the name I Isaac? Have, and I, I have, have a and I and I and I have a point behind this. I, I get that, but I've seen both black people and white. People. I've seen. I've even seen Hispanics named Isaac. So I can't even narrow that one down. And we'll use the traditional spelling of I S A A C. Yeah, I'm saying I've seen them all. I've seen it all. That, that one runs the fucking gambit. But I'm, <laughs> what would I know you women name Isaac? <laughs> I'm fucking around on that one. I was about to say, what would you? God, I wish I knew a woman named Isaac. That'd be so good. What would you generally? What race would you generally associate with the name Isaac? Baptist preacher. <laughs> Most people that I know would generally associate the name Isaac with white. Eh, like I said, I've seen it all. I As have I. Most people that I know would generally associate the name Isaac with white. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isaac Hayes. Yeah, okay, yeah, I know. Voice of chef. Yeah. And singer, you know, <laughs> you damn right. Something about chef chocolate salty balls. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I know where you're going, like, but what I'm saying Williams. is, what I'm saying, people could still look at a name and go, I'm pretty sure that's a black person. Like taking away the identifiers, like there are people out there, they look at a name and go, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a black person. And they're being racist or at I'm, that point. I'm pretty sure that's a white person or I'm 97% sure that's a Hispanic person. And they're being racist at that point. <laughs> yes and no. I mean... Playing the guest game is, doesn't necessarily make you racist. Going, mm, I'm pretty sure that's a black person. I'm going to throw that away. That's racist. That would be the racist thing. Actually, you know, I'll rephrase. Not, not necessarily be a racist. Stereotyping. But yeah, but stereotypes exist for a reason. <laughs> I, I, I'm being honest. White man can't jump. Motherfucker, we can't. We just can't jump. There's like two white guys that can dunk. And I ain't one of them. <laughs> well, it's like Jordan, Kilgannon, and some other white motherfucker that can dunk. That's it. We got two white guys that can dunk. Everybody else, not white. White man can't jump. Sorry. That's, that's a good stereotype. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. We've run out of time. <sighs> We're not canceled yet. How the fuck are we not canceled? I don't yet? know. Like I am I am genuinely curious about I that. don't think we're reaching the audience size we need to be reaching if we're not canceled yet. I mean that Kyle Rittenhouse show that we did, it kinda kinda reached out to some people. Yeah, but I just don't think they're return customers because <laughs> surely we should be canceled by now. It's not that I'm actively trying to get us canceled. I just want to know where the line is. Like, what's the line? And then we'll back up a step. Maybe, maybe we're like the little girl from The Last of Us. Maybe, maybe we're immune. Maybe we're, we're, we're uncancelable. Uncancelable. We are immune. Well, it's possible. I mean, technically, I'm several minorities. If you cancel me, that's just racist. Yeah, you're a bigot. Ah, fuckers. Fuck with me now. And I have white privilege. Oh, fuck yeah. That's like a goddamn exponent right there. <laughs> That's fuck you squared, bitches. Oh, Jesus Christ. We're leaving it there. <laughs> yeah. 
Again, a big shout out to the troops, to the men and women serving overseas and on the home front. We appreciate everything y'all are doing for us. Keep up the good work. Come home safe. We're all rooting for you here back home. This has been Two Beards Talking. I am Daniel Sanders. And I am Matt Lasseter. Thanks for listening, everybody.